You are listening to Comp My Pod. This podcast in no way reflects the views and opinions of any travel corporation or entity. This podcast is strictly the opinions of the commentators. Welcome to Comp My Pod. My name's Derek. I'm joined by my co-host, Sarah. Hello. So this week, um, we are going to do our regular thing. We're going to tell you what we happen to be drinking. We're going to go through our favorite Reddit stories from the hospitality industry. And we are going to go through our picks of the week. So it's a super exciting show. Please stay tuned for all of it. Sarah. What are you drinking this week? So this week I am drinking a beer from Sierra Nevada called Celebration. It's awesome. a leftover beer from the holidays that I still have left. And it's excellent. It's a really, really hoppy beer. So if you like hoppy beer, you're not going to like this. But it it's a little bit, it has like kind of like a citrus and a pine sort of undertone to it. And I just got on their website, and I wasn't aware of this, but apparently this is like a special hop that they have to wait all year to get. So they wait right around this time of year to, of course, make brew this beer. So it's a, it's a special holiday beer for them. But it's – I like it. I usually don't like hoppy beer, but I, but I do actually like this. But I think it's because of the citrus that's in it. And, again, you could also mix this beer with – like some fruit or something like that. If you don't particularly like a hoppy beer like myself, but I feel like it has enough of the citrus and sort of like the piney undertone mm-hmm. in it that you'd probably be able to drink this if you, nice. if you generally dislike beer anyway, but it's really good. Uh, you could pretty much drink this with, with any type of food. It is a darker beer, but again, you could, you could, you could drink this with anything. You could definitely drink this with a meal, pretty much any meal. I don't recommend drinking it with like a dessert though, or really cheeses. I would, I would, cool. I would just drink it with food. What and are you drinking, Derek? It, well, if nothing else, oh, so your beer, um, it's called Celebration, right? That's the version of Sierra Nevada. Yes. And if nothing else, um, Celebration is one of Madonna's one of Madonna's greatest hits album. It is. Um, so that one came out in 2009 <laughs> and it has some amazing songs and remixes of, of some of her, her uh, biggest hits. So, Oh, if- and they also, they also, sorry to interrupt you, but they also changed the label of it every year. So this is year, Madonna it on it? no, but she should be. Maybe we should um, email them. Clearly. That. Yeah. Right. So this year has like a pretty little like log cabin with snow and the nice. pine trees. So yeah, they always have a festive label for this beer cool. every year. Love it. Yeah. All right. So what are you drinking, Derek? I am drinking a returning favorite. Uh, I drank this on our very first episode, and I also drank it on episode eight. It is one of my go-tos, Bullet Bourbon. Very smooth, very clean, not yes. super expensive. It's It's got everything. Uh, so I didn't have time to go get something special. But um, I do have a new Flaviar tasting box coming soon. I hope it's here by the next show. And if you haven't listened to previous episodes to hear about that, Flaviar is this, uh, like a box club 
where actually once a quarter they send you three new whiskeys to try. So I'm looking forward to that. I learned a great deal last time I got my first box, and uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that that was really cool. We need to re- we need to like actually like video you next like, time, like an unboxing it. or something. Yeah, because yeah, it is it's packaged beautifully. It looks like on our website. It looks it, it looks like little test tubes or something. It, yeah, it really was. It really was good packaging. I have to yeah. say, and I love a good it unboxing. Was. I was very impressed. Best. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so before we move into our uh, Reddit picks, Sarah, do you have some housekeeping or randomness? You know, I, I, I have do, a bit. But I think, I think you need to go first. All right, all right. so. <laughs> I really think you need to go first. So the last episode, <laughs> I gave our good pals over at, at the Blame Your Brother podcast a bit of shit. Oh, God. Their, their episode... <laughs> Uh, a couple of weeks now, a couple of weeks ago now, kind of pissed me off. But and see, I didn't, I honestly, I'm going to call myself out. I have not listened to that show. But, so that's why I was so blindsided because me and oh, you did not talk sorry. about anything. No. And whenever you were well, saying that, I was like, oh, what kinda, the fuck We kind of brought on? them up randomly and I was like, oh, fuck <laughs> those guys. Yeah. I know. No, sorry. <laughs> oh my God. So here's. The root cause of my criticism with them. A, a couple of episodes ago, um, John, the more or most conservative host on there. But is he, though? Say, is uh, he really? Yes. Yes. Be- because, okay. uh, yeah, you need to listen and you'll hear. Because you, you think it's Dave and... And all that because he's louder and whatever. But no, Dave. Yeah, Dave was like yeah, Dave gave him That's many. Debatable. Dave gave him many chances to apologize for what he said, and he wouldn't do it. Even on the episode wow. after, even on the episode after, he wouldn't do it. So John. So what did he say? Briefly, John said that if one of his children came to him down the road and came out to him as gay, that he would be disappointed in them, and he would not clarify the language. He he did say he wouldn't love them any less and yada yada yada, but he said that he would feel disappointed over and over again. He used that language, and I'm like, eh. I, on one hand, I don't think he totally knows what he's saying, and on the other hand, I was super pissed off, and I felt really bad for you know kids that might be listening or or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, but long story short, Lee, the the most progressive one on there, you know, was all over him, of course. Uh, the, um, middle brother, David, whatever. I don't don't know how I think, I I think of them on a political spectrum, not as ages. Um, and I know they're not all like brothers anyway. Only two of them. No, John, John is the friend and Lee and Dave are the brothers. He's the pal. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So Dave was like you know, giving him every chance in the world to clear up what he said. And, to get out of it. <laughs> and they they do this fun thing every week on their show that I'm kind of doing now where they do, like, retractions from previous episodes yeah. where they're like, you know, I want to apologize for what I said about blah, blah, blah. And Dave gave him another chance on the next episode and was like, don't you want to say anything about that mess you said last time? <laughs> Basically. And John's like, if you're looking for an apology, you can just keep looking. And I'm, so anyway, yeah. that's why I was a little pissed. 
But I do genuinely enjoy that podcast. They do have great conversations. And it's from that type of conflict that that those conversations stem from. You know, you... That's some, true. Yeah, some, absolutely. A lot of it's us... It's very genuine. Yeah, oh, yeah. Very, oh, yeah. very much so. And a lot of us, myself included, can sometimes get get stuck into a bubble where, you know, you're only listening to or, you know hearing the opinions of people that agree with you and that's not healthy for no for any that's society not a good way to be. No, no not at all not i would all. i would love to hear dissenting opinions even if i you know obviously disagree with them or right. can Give shoot them down or whatever but yeah. you know I, I so you know long story short sorry i kind of popped off at them but um i was a little pissed at the moment but i do generally enjoy that show and i continue subscribing to subscribe and listen even sure, more, even more course. so than Sarah does apparently. So anyway. <laughs> sorry guys, I'll be sure to go back and listen to that show. But yeah, I was like, what is going on? But in, in John's defense, in John's defense, he is a new father. His, his child is, is still a baby. And I don't know if maybe that has something to do with it. I, I don't know. I, I get nobody wants to think about baby sexuality. That's not a thing. Well, no, I'm not <laughs> saying that, but I'm just saying that you know, as a as a newer father, he, oh, he's super protective he and doesn't yada, have yada, yada, the same yeah. outlook on I don't know mm-hmm. pa- parenting and being a parent as people that have been parents <laughs> for yeah. a long time and I, have older children and I think that's a great you know, point. have, have gone I, through different things with because as your child ages you're going to go through different things with well, your child and different things are going to happen within your own relationship with your child as they get older and also as you get older right I mean, that's what my i was going to say my I, opinions have totally changed from the time that my son was I, an infant I, and, I, up until the, the age that he is now so i mean yeah it, you know, I think I think that's exactly what people don't talk enough about is that, you know, when you have a child and especially if you're relatively young, even like into your 30s or whatever, it, it, actually, regardless, over that child's, you know, maturity, you know, the first 20 years or so. And you, yours. You are going to, yeah, you <laughs> are going to change as a person. You, yes, absolutely. Whether you're 50 when they're born and you're 70 when they're 20 or, you know. Right, whatever. Or you're Twenty when they're born, and yeah, you're in 40. your thirties when they're teenagers. Yeah, yeah mean, you're like you change. You are going to be different. You're going to evolve as well. Yeah, and absolutely. And I think that's something that I didn't realize until relatively recently was that my parents have not always been the same people that no. they were, <laughs> not at or all. that they portrayed themselves to be as right. I grew up and that they are now, or whatever. You know, I mean, right. we're, exactly. We're all, all flawed humans, but it's it's just fascinating, like, to to think about, you know, you changing along with your child and you trying to develop them into a good person while you're also trying to, like, get it together yourself. I mean, it's... Exactly. It's not easy. It's great. I, I mean, it's... But it's not I, easy. I'm an outsider looking in, so I don't know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not easy. I mean, he, he can say things like that now, but right. let's say, for example, his son does grow up and, and is gay or, or whatever. Yeah. He, that may not necessarily be the way that he handles it. 
you oh, can yeah. you know, you say whatever you want to say. Absolutely. And, that's, and that's why and I'm, then also, I'm retracting John, my statement. <laughs> yeah, right. I think I think that John, too, I don't, I'm not trying to like put religion into any of this, but I'm, I think that he's a Mormon. I'm pretty sure that he's brought that up on the show before. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I'm sure that that has a like lot. That. If not, it. it's some kind of conservative wing of christianity and yes. and yeah i'm sure that has something to do with it i mean how, yes. could, how could it not if yeah. if you actually believe in that kind of thing then of course you wouldn't want your child to be that way or whatever you know i mean right. I, you know he, yeah, I'm, he i'm sure if, that if, has a lot to if do with he it said too. anything else he would be like you know inviting damnation on his child or whatever so I, there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot yeah. of moving pieces. There's there, there's a lot going on there. But, yeah. So and, <laughs> and I mean extrapolate that out. That's uh, that's a lot of you know that's a lot of families. That's completely understandable. And yeah. I think working through that is is an amazing thing, an amazing journey. And I think if you can pull it off and you can get to a healthy place, then you know you've 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 won a big battle. I'll say that. But. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's hard. That is hard mentally to like get. That's a hard hump to get over. Yes, absolutely. I mean, if you've been raised, you know, in a certain way, in, in right. a certain like church, like group or, or family, and that's that's always the way that it's been, especially for like generations. I mean, I don't, mm. I don't know how long John's been a Mormon or how long his family has been in that church. But a lot of people that are are in in that specific religion, it's it's generational, kind of like Catholics and and oh, yeah. you know, people like that. It's you know you just are this way, and yeah, that's a difficult thing just to be like, okay, well, you know, I'm just gonna not believe that and <laughs> just do what I want. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't really work that way for you know people that are for- that are involved in organized <clears throat> strict stricter religions like yeah. that. So. Absolutely. I'll, I'll just say that. All right. So, moving on, uh, what other quick housekeeping items do you have? Have you watched the Olympics at all? Is that your yeah. topic? Yeah. I've been, I, I, I peeked at the notes. <laughs> I've been watching the Olympics. Yeah, I have, actually. Um, you can watch or, them or online week, on NBC.com. Like forever, yeah. Yeah, you can watch them on NBC.com. They have everything on there. They have all the replays. and nice. then. Is that all free, by the way? No. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's have... that's good info to have, though, because there's so much stuff that's, like, free streaming and that is, like, blocked by, you know, paywalls and stuff. Um, that's interesting. I, I think NBC could, like, you know, pull one for the team and just make the Olympics free, but I guess not. Okay. Me too. I think that... Absolutely. I agree with that. It's just like with football. They do the same thing with that. You know, you have to have yeah. NFL ticket. You have to pay for all that to well, get but the certain Olympics games. Are, it's crazy. Yeah, football, but yeah, but like the Olympics are different. Like it's, it's worldwide. Well, yeah. It's like, for everyone. It's, it's peacemaking. It's, it's special. Like, I mean, it's, it's still like athletic, obviously, but it's, um, it's something that is, clearly um you know uh, unique yeah there's they're supposed to be for everyone it's supposed to be inclusive it's supposed to be for everyone and just because you can't afford a paid tv subscription god yeah they screw you out of watching it and it's it totally pisses me off trust me here's here's what's (laughs) unique and inclusive about it i watch a bit of the olympics not as much as some people but like folks like 
uh, Adam Rippon. I mean, I'm in love with him. The gay figure <laughs> So <skater>. am I. <laughs> I mean, he, he his Twitter account is golden. You definitely have more of a chance with him than I do, but yeah. yeah well, yeah. Um, <laughs> m- minorly. I don't know. Um, you're skinnier, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but oh, wow. yeah, he's like, he's really clever. He is in, he's amazingly talented. If nothing else. But yeah, he's awesome. He, he's not only a great athlete, but he's like a great like social media guru. And I think that is more of the future, you know, going forward as as we enter into this new like internet age or social media age or whatever. People that are social media conscious, I I, I love it. I love it all. I I'm obsessed. I love him. So. Yeah, he's that's, great. That's my Olymp- Olympic experience. What's yours? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I love I loved him. I thought he was great. I also I liked watching the Shibsibs. Did you hear anything about the Shibsibs? Is that the couple? That no, sucked, it's, or, no, it's brother. Oh. They're a brother sister uh, I... dance team. Okay. Yeah, ice ice dancing team, and they're so adorable. Oh my god, they're so cute, no, and they're kind it. of they're kind of doing the same thing that you're talking about about what Adam Rippon does. Like they're all over social media. Um, we'll post their Instagram in our show notes. They have yep. the cutest Instagram. Oh my god, they're just they're just adorable. They're just great. I just I love them, and they won the bronze medal in the team event, and then they won the bronze in the ice dancing just individual event as well and i what i like about them is that they're just because they're brother sister they're kind of limited to what they can do you know it's there's nothing sexual about their dancing or anything like that it's just like pure and you know just they're just really really talented like you can tell that they just really know what they're doing whenever you know they're performing unlike some of the other couples that I was watching where it's just all I mean they're basically fucking out there I mean it's ridiculous it's like you're obviously with, with blades <laughs> with, right I mean it's just yeah. like okay you're just you're just trying to shock everybody with you know ridiculous outlandish you know basically right. putting her future in your face oh my moves. God. Yeah, yeah I mean it it was ridiculous I mean it was just like over the top some of them were just way over the top. and But these two obviously weren't because they're not going to do that because they're brother and sister. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about Cersei and, and Jamie Lannister and the, here. And they're so. young, right? Oh, <laughs> never mind. I, I was almost, I was about to say, oh, and they're young, right? But then you mentioned Game of Thrones and they're all young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they, they are. They're really young. Yeah, I think they're only like 19, 20. Yeah. Something Is like that. that. Yeah, so. I mean... That's good. Yeah, and, and then I really liked the uh, the Russian chick that won the women's figure skating. She's only 15 years old. Her name's oh, Alina. That's, that's the one I was really thinking of. Okay. Her name's Alina Zagatova. Yeah. Good she job. Was amazing. She was amazing. She. Everybody is like crucifying this girl on social Why? media too. They're just crucifying her. Because she backloads her jumps. So what that means is she saves all of her jumps until like the last two minutes of the program, which is really, really difficult to do. Because yeah, by then you're, you're skating on super tired, yeah, super yeah. tired legs. And then you're having to jump. And she nailed every single one of them every single time. 
I'm sorry that she's a better skater than you and she can do that, but it was totally legal because right. if you backload your jumps like that, you get an extra 10% in the, in the points. And her coaches just figured that out. Like, I'm sorry, but anybody, everybody else could have done it. Right. All the other skaters could have done it. I'm sorry that you can't. And she can. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. I agree. Yeah, I thought she was great. Definitely watch her. Go That's back awesome. and watch the replays. Yeah, because she was great. Yeah. Yay, Olympics. Yay. So, once every couple <laughs> of years, the world comes together either as a cold world with the Winter Olympics or... As a warm world, which is becoming um, increasingly hard with global warming. Whatever. Hope not, Derek. It does. I mean, it does. <laughs> oh, God. There are so, so many sorry. more extreme. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. Um, I'm not getting, getting into Don't climate start. change. All right. Don't start. So, I mean, I just went on to ho- a whole big rant about poor John and blame your brother and his poor conservative views. I'm not, I'm not going down that road again. All right. We are done with this episode. All right. So Sarah, (laughs) um, moving on to our next picks. What are your, well, what is your first Reddit pick? Because it's long. (laughs) Do what? I said because it's long. We chose to do this one first because it's a bit longer than normal. Yeah. Which one am I doing first then? It's titled What Am I Supposed to Do by user Cold Cut. What am I supposed to do by user (laughs) Cold Cut? Yeah, that's what I said. This is the one that I don't think I was going to read all of. Oh my gosh. Feel free to blank out. I don't don't care. Uh, I they was, don't either. Oh, and you know what? We're not getting paid. Great so far. <laughs> so great. Awesome. I will preface this by saying that this situation was the result of mistakes made by my coworkers, and this lady absolutely has a right to be upset. That said, the resulting situation is pretty ridiculous. We were damn near sold out on a holiday weekend. The primary clientele in my town are typically. Midwesterners and the elderly. Oh my God. Mm, <laughs> you you <exactly>. poor thing. <laughs> yep. Poor thing. That's this hell woman... <laughs> in and of itself. You need Jesus. to find another job. Yeah. <laughs> Just find another job. Just be a bag boy at Kroger. It'll be better. <laughs> It'll be better. <laughs> this combination Ugh. adds up to a lot of unhealthy people who request handicap accessible units. We have to date request and take them first come first serve as we're limited in the amount of units of that type. Just work in an old folks home. Ugh, this, that just yeah. sounds a lot easier than this shit. Thankfully, this isn't a story about not having enough, but here's how it breaks down. My coworker checks someone in when they tell her they need a handicap unit without ever requesting that. She sees we have one empty but dirty, so she moves a guest set to go into a clean one to the dirty one and checks the guest into the clean one. She lets Mm. housekeeping know that they need to make sure that room gets clean, and it's now on an arrival, and all should be well. Of course, the guest arrives soon after, before the unit is close to ready. So I'm not going to read all the he said, she said. Basically, 
they go back and forth for forever and the poster does not do a good job of explaining to obviously this elderly person that they are getting a handicap unit. They're just not getting it right now. Right. Due to the availability. And I'm trying to see how exactly they said, this is what they said. They said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but we have you folks requesting a handicap accessible unit. We have one for you. It just isn't ready at the moment. So I think this is basically a tale of just housekeeping miscommunication on like all levels. And what you initially say to these people, especially like older people is extremely important. Well, that's extremely important. So that's one level. Absolutely. I agree. The deeper level is the daytime front desk person should have said, Hey, we have this, you know, disabled, handicapped, whatever person coming in. They need this room. Prioritize that. And I think that's what's missing a lot of times in these situations. Like, I mean, yeah. it, the guests, you know, fine, whatever. It's, it's, it's nobody's fault, but the fact that um, you can't, prioritize those rooms out of the you know, they're like you know maybe what what do you think 5% of the rooms in a hotel I mean yeah they have they, they have they, to be a certain percentage yeah. it, it depends on your area and where you live and how big your hotel oh, okay. gotcha. is so I don't know like all like how but, it all but breaks re- down regardless. but yeah there's legal there's legalities involved yeah, like you but, have to have a certain amount uh, of rooms okay so. gotcha so regardless of the certain percentage wherever you are those rooms should be the top priority every day they should be at the top of the list even if it means the housekeepers don't move, you know, slowly down the hall, room by room, and they have to skip over a few or whatever. I mean, I, I don't think that is unreasonable at all. But, you know, I I, I understand this um, FDA's plight, too. I mean, it's it's... It's a mess well, all the way around. Yeah, it's... They didn't help the situation because I'll read some of it. They're like, it escalates very, very quickly. Yeah, it does. And after <laughs> he, after this person says that, she freaks all out. What am I supposed to do? You don't have a, handy, a handicap unit after I was promised one. And this person goes on to Ugh. say, well, man, we aren't allowed to guarantee any special requests, but it's okay right. because... You do have one. It just won't be ready for about 30 minutes. Right. That's, That's not the correct thing that to say. Is not, don't don't well, say that. But 30 minutes is not unreasonable. I mean, don't say that. I mean, don't say, well, man, we aren't allowed to guarantee special well, requests. Don't true. say that to somebody. Yeah, don't, true. In don't that situation, that. yes. Don't say true. that shit. Just don't say that. I'm so, <laughs> you, you just say, I'm so sorry. That very well may be the case. They're but don't running, tell them shit like that. That's only going to make you, it worse for you. Yeah, I mean, you just say, you know, I'm so sorry. Um, you know, here, have like, you know, some water or whatever out of the, you know, little pantry thing or whatever. You know, uh, compt on the hotel, chill out in the lobby. I will absolutely let you know within the next 35 to 45 minutes when your room is ready yada 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 because then she goes on to say so i don't have a handicap unit that's illegal i'm going to call the ada on you okay yeah well good luck it just goes on and on and on and it's like this person just 
this person, I feel like the poster basically brought this on themselves from the get. So yeah. That's yeah. how I feel about that's, it. Sorry. So, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. And <laughs> I've been dealing with that. Um, well, I've, I've dealt with that in the past where, like, the initial, you know, person, like, this poster doesn't steer the conversation conversation the right way. So, like, you're having to, like, course correct and yep. you know they overpromise or they underdeliver or whatever, and then suddenly you're in the position of having to be like, um, no, that's not how this yeah. is gonna work. Sorry, this is <laughs> this is the situation. A B C, blah blah blah, and yeah, it is not a fun situation to be in by any stretch of the imagination. No, yeah. but there's things you can do to make it easier on yourself, and this well, person yeah. just didn't do that. Absolutely. They just made it yeah, yeah. awful for everybody involved. Mm. <laughs> it's uh, like, like I said, maybe did. find another line of work. Uh, <laughs> I don't think this is for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's uh, your first story, right. Eric? So my first one is titled, I know I smoked in my non-smoking room, but... I've been dot, wanting dot, to hear dot, this dot. for so long. <laughs> By user some shit. Look it up. It's like I've been wanting to hear this story for like so long because I read it in the notes and then I didn't I intentionally didn't look at it and it's been really, really difficult for me not to look at it. Good job. (laughs) So it it is relatively short, but it is pretty straightforward and it's very cathartic for those folks that are in the hospitality industry. It might not be so much for our guests that are listening um, that want to be good guests, unless you know you don't smoke in a non-smoking room. I mean, it's not that difficult. So here we go. So um, the poster states: So a guest came to the front desk to check out. Everything seems normal until he says that he smoked in these not. In in the non-smoking room. Uh, and wants to make sure I don't charge him the smoking fee. Because when he booked this... I'm sorry. When he booked a smoking room, however, our hotel does not even have smoking rooms. So, you're full of shit. In parentheses. And he already personally talked to my manager and she said it was okay. What? Yeah. First, first, <laughs> okay. first of all I'm so sure that's true. Yeah, I love this first of all. First of all, you're not <laughs> in our rewards program. <laughs> so I'm already uh, personally Oh, so I'm already not even obligated to give you anything extra than your said room keys. And, nice try. I know you didn't talk to my manager because, one, she's in surgery right now. She's in surgery right now. That's sad. And you're full of shit. And, number two, I, I feel like that's number three, but whatever. Um, and number two slash three, I'm charging you the fee. Have a nice day. 
Period. I mean, what the fuck? So, some bitch, some guest, <laughs> books a room, knows that it's not smoking, and then tries to pull an attitude and be like, um, no, I'm, I talked to your manager earlier, and they weren't, they weren't going to charge me a fee. Yada, yada, yada. Sarah, how would you handle that, like, first thing in the morning, like, you know, 45 minutes before you're about to get off your overnight shift? If somebody told me that my manager told them they could smoke in a room? Yeah. What, what would you say to them? I would just be like, uh, hold please, I'm have to call the manager. Who'd you speak to? I'd call him and find out. Yeah. I mean. Exactly. Just call him. Yeah. Unless, obviously, in that situation, you couldn't do that. So, I would just tell them that's not who you spoke with because they're in surgery or whatever was right. whatever they said was yeah. actually going on. I'd yeah. be like, there's no way that I, that's who you spoke with. I love all of this post. So, I mean, oh my god, This is the policy, and now you're getting charged, like, however much. <laughs> this is not a smoking hotel. Nobody would have told you that. Like, right. <laughs> you're full of shit. <laughs> and that's, that's honestly something that <laughs> a lot of... I mean, really, though, that's something a lot of leisure guests don't know because they don't travel a lot, like business guests. Don't get me started. Um, So they show up to a hotel on a weekend, and, you know, if they're 40-plus or so, 40-plus-ish, you think, uh, 50-plus, they're used to having, like, smoking and non-smoking rooms. But there are so many hotels. Like, I I see the majority at this point that are just completely non-smoking. You know, you can go outside and smoke, but you cannot do it in the building. For a number of reasons. Other than other than the health health risks. I mean, it, it damages the property, the wallpaper, the carpet, you know, yada, yada, yada. But I feel like you know, there's a real disconnect there that will, if nothing else, die off in the next 40 years or so. Uh, but there used to, like, you know, the base motel where you could do whatever you wanted. Oh, yeah. I mean, there used to be... Yeah, I mean, I, I worked in hotels that had smoking rooms. Oh, I... Well, I think I talked about this on the packet podcast before um with my old employer the big retail monster i traveled to where was it did you go to washington Uh, and that where you went i think so no i don't know i think this was a little less than that i don't i don't i went somewhere and so at that point my boss could put my could book my travel, and it sucked. After this point, I booked my own, but whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I wound up in a smoking room, and it was just because um, my boss didn't look at the reservation details. So I get up to the room, and I'm like, oh, my God, this room smells like ass and smoke. Ew. Instead of just ass. And, um, <laughs> and I call my boss and she, 
And they were like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. We called the front desk, and of course they were sold out, blah, blah, blah. It sucked. So, I stayed the night in a smoking room as a non-smoker, and let me tell you, that's probably about the third level of hell. I mean, it's not the worst, but it is not the best. (laughs) But, anyway. Yeah. Long story short. All right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) so... Sarah, what is your second Reddit story? So my second story is titled Never Do Something Nice. It's by user 6888. I'm so glad I found this page because I've got to vent. It's Valentine's Day, so we got a flower delivery to the front desk. Trying to be nice and go the extra mile, I decided to take it to their room so I can deliver it or set it up if they aren't there. Knock on door, announce room service, wait about 10 seconds, then go to access the room. As I do, the lady up upends it at the mm. same time. I don't know what that means. Mm. I greet her, tell her I have a delivery and set it up for her. She seems happy and I tell her happy Valentine's Day and leave. About an hour later, her husband comes to the desk and asks for the GM. I tell him what? she isn't here, and if there is something I can help him with, he then tells me <sighs> if I ever barge into his room again, there's going to be problems, that he has a forty-five next to his chair, and he'll shoot me if I try it again. Shut I apologize. Up. Tell him I was just trying to be nice, and that I had not. Like, what the fuck, dude? Okay, I have what so many. I have so many feelings about this. Like, uh, go. Ahead. I'm so confused. Like, what? So many where, feelings. About where did this. the flowers come from? I'm okay, so the flowers were delivered by an outside delivery company, right? So, so nobody this, knows who this person the originator was. Probably her husband. The, you know, you probably, think? probably with the gun. Oh, by the way, so for those that are listening um, that aren't used to gun culture, when Sarah said he has a forty-five next to his chair, that means a forty-five caliber pistol. So very good. Go ahead. Thank you yes. for that. That was <laughs> no. Far. It was it was not very good. It was marginally good, but thank you. Yes. Um. <laughs> so yeah. So. The front desk person, and I don't even think that they even called the room. Let's see. No, they don't even it call. It doesn't sound like it, yeah. Which is really, there's so many things about this. So they just go up to the room, knock a couple of times, nobody answers, and they just barged into this person's room. Nope, not doing that without the cops. You would never do that. There's so many things wrong with this. Well... So Unless there was like a noise complaint or something, or like a you, you know, still a, can't a, barge a threat, in though. a threat of violence. The only time like you that. can do that is if there's an emergency situation, like the building's burning down, or no, if <laughs> there's like I a mean, natural disaster. Well, I mean, you can't just barge into somebody's room. You don't do I mean, that. No, no, I can't, or you can't. But there's no. been there's been instances where there's been like multiple noise complaints, and nobody wouldn't would answer their door and the police became involved and you know yada, yeah yada. sure um 
but that's but not what even, happened to But you even this, this is a like, totally different situation, and this person's an idiot. Oh, okay. <laughs> this person's a complete moron. Did they deserve to be threatened with violence and death? No, of course not. That was mm. totally out of line. Well, I mean, they're but they're always well, going to go like you know to the top. They're well, yeah, they're always going to go like to the extreme, even if they don't mm-hmm. mean it. But but seriously, why would you do that? What an, what a dumbass! <laughs> right. <laughs> what the fuck? And why are you going to tell somebody you have a forty five pistol? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I'm just going to barge into somebody's room on Valentine's Day. Like, wow. I'm surprised they didn't get an eyeful. They're lucky that... Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe they needed it. I mean... <laughs> so it's... stupid. So stupid. Oh. I mean... What, it, what an All idiot. Right. So, that is our Come On Pod Valentine's message for this year. <laughs> Don't barge into you people's rooms. You are on so Valentine's stupid Day. and don't barge in. <laughs> you Lord. dumbass. Yeah, you dumbass. <laughs> All right. So, my last Reddit story is short and sweet. It's oh titled god. Sometimes You Get the Good Ones. Oh my god. We get to end on, the, on a positive note. So, this is by user Mike. Two nine four zero one, which I hope is your zip code and not your dick size. All right, so this goes on to say: <laughs> years ago, when I was a concierge at one of our larger hotels in the historic district of Charleston, beautiful city, it was three a.m. and the doormen weren't on duty raining hard. Elderly couple came in. She's on a cane. Slick marble floors. I grabbed a couple of towels and dried off a path for her. And she was so grateful. They (laughs) I love this. They brought me dinner every night for the week they were there. As your weekend shifts deteriorate with bitchy Entitled fucks, remember that there are diamonds in the shit you have to shovel. I love that quote. That's the end of the post, by the way. There are diamonds in the shit that you have to shovel. So, for um, those of us that work in primarily business-focused hotels, you can realize that there is a large and in charge difference in the types of guests that you get during the week, you know, like Sunday through Thursday or so, mm-hmm. versus the weekend, Friday and Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Huge difference. Business guests versus leisure guests is like... Apples versus oranges. I don't. I don't even know. I mean, they're they're kind of the same fruit, but not really. And I love this post. Like it, it just spoke to me. And so, for you guests out there that are not aware, if you are checking into a primarily business focused hotel, 
which you could tell by like that brand not having something like complimentary breakfast. That's a common thing with business hotels because the businesses pay for it. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, there's some other signals, but don't go nuts. Like if you're, you know, kids can't be left unattended without you for hours on end. Or if, you know, you're, I don't know, if, if you thought you were going to get a free continental shitty breakfast with water eggs and pancakes and shit versus a nice made-to-order breakfast out of a restaurant for, you know, 10 bucks or something. I, I don't know. It just gets old, old, old. And this this uh, poster spoke to me. So that's why yeah, I wanted definitely. to include it. And it, you know, it does kind of end it on a positive note for me and Sarah at least. But um, I, I I enjoyed it. I think you are absolutely right, Mike. Two nine four zero one. You are right. <laughs> I want to know what the two nine four zero one stands I for. <laughs> I, I hope it's a zip code and you know not what is anything, that? Anything else that I mentioned? But um, be good job, Mike. Michael, Mikey, you're great. <laughs> um, all right. So, that is the last of our Reddit picks for the week. Sarah, what's your first, um, you know, like, pick of the week? What do you, what do you into this What's week? my only pick of the week? <laughs> uh, yes, correct. Sorry. How many were we supposed to have? <laughs> One. You, you are correct. And I'm wrong. Because I only have one. Oh my god, Biggie. So what, my pick of the watch, week Oh my god, is, what is this? Sorry, I just saw it. <laughs> I'm very my, interested. <laughs> shut up so I can say what no, my pick I of the week am. is. What is this pick of the week? It's like on H- HBO. Do oh. you want to say? Since you won't shut up. <laughs> I, I think it's called Mosaic. Oh my god. And it's a... No, Unbelievable. go ahead. Unbelievable. No, go, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. You're doing no, great. Go ahead. I'm, no, I'm not doing great. Nope. Go have, ahead. Have you you're watched do, it? You're doing fabulous. Have you watched it? Well, yeah, Derek. It was my pick of the week. <laughs> okay. Well, I haven't, so I guess I'll let you talk about it, woman. <gasps> you are going to let me talk about it? Yeah. Oh, I'm shocked. Well, I mean, don't get used to it, but yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> anyway. Hello, Becky. So, my pick Talk of the about week your pick. Is... Ugh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this episode. This episode. Don't, don't go crazy. Don't, my pick don't, of the don't week. let your womanly hormones get the better oh of you. <laughs> I can't even. I'm done. Nope. Um, what's, your, what's your pick of the week? Oh my god. No, go for it. I'm <laughs> no. sorry. I know how many buttons to push. I, oh my god. I, I pushed about three too many. I'm so sorry. I really, I legit know nothing about this. And I really want to because you have the best picks, especially if they're on HBO. So please, please tell me what the hell this show is so I can watch it. 
Okay, it's called Mosaic, and it stars Sharon Stone, who is oh, absolutely fabulous in it. She's amazing. I haven't seen her in anything in quite a while. I hadn't either. She's really, really good in this show. I'm hoping that this might turn her into more of like a TV, like a show actress now that she's done this. But what I really enjoyed about this show is that, of course, her. But she's not in it the entire time. And I'm not spoiling anything by telling you that. But I've never seen... I've never seen a show done this way before and you'll have to watch it to understand what I'm talking about. It sort of runs backwards the way, the way that they show you things that happened, like everything's Mm. happening and kind of backwards. So it's really, really interesting. What's, what's the backwards plot? Like a, um, like a scary movie, like a mystery, like a, yeah, it's a mystery. So it starts off with sort of, I think it starts off, with a scene that they show in the last episode of the show. Oh, okay. So that's how it starts off. Like that's, that's cool. It starts off with a scene in the first episode from a scene from the last episode. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and there's a really good, really good cast. I hope to see them in more stuff. There's this one guy. Um, he plays the sheriff of the town that they're in, and his name is Devin... Devin Rashray. I've never even heard of him. I've never even seen him in anything. I mean, he's obviously mm. a character actor, so I probably have mm. seen him in something. I just didn't know who he was. But he plays Nate Henry, who's the sheriff. And it's it's awesome. I mean, I, I highly recommend it. I'm going to watch it again just so I can pick up on like the little nuances that I missed watching it the first. I, I watched it all in one sitting. Like, I was hooked. Cool. I was, yeah, I was hooked. And the town that they're in, I can't, I can't remember the name of the town now, which I should, to- I should totally know that. And I apologize for not knowing that, but you'll see what I'm talking about whenever you watch it. It's actually a real town and it's kind of a character in the show as well. And just all the cinematography is awesome. And just the way that they filmed it, it sort of has like, each different setting and each different scene that they're in has a different type of like, I guess, filter or wash that they put over the camera. So you know how most shows that you watch, they it always looks the same, like from scene yeah. to scene to scene. Yep. It's yep. always the same. It's either like, you know, it's always the same color, color scheme, all of that. Yep. This show doesn't do that. Like it every different scene that they're in, every different setting that they're in, like the lighting changes, the mood changes, depending on where they are. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I I was I'm really, really impressed. I mean, and like you said, it's HBO, so everything they do is just, you know, stellar for the most part. I don't think I've right? ever really watched anything that I didn't like. I know, I love it. <clears throat> HBO so, yeah. is the king. Yeah, watch it. Ugh, you're you're gonna love yes. it. Yes. You're going to love it. So, um, my pick of the week is not on HBO. It's on PBS, surprisingly. But it's equally amazing, I think. And that's what makes it outstanding. Uh, So, my uh, particular pick pick of the week is called Future States. Um, It debuted actually in 2010 because, you know, HBO kind of goes slow. But... um, 
Sarah, did you ever watch Black Mirror on Netflix? And I've only uh, watched them. Yeah, I mean, I've watched a couple of them, but I haven't. Okay. I, I need to watch more. I, I liked yeah. what I saw, but I just, oh my God. you know, I watched yeah. so much stuff. So. Oh, I know. So, uh, Black Mirror is amazing. It's like a very updated, you know, contemporary look at, like, the Twilight Zone. Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, this show, Future States, reminded me, like, a lot of that. Like, like, if I had to put it, like, on a scale, it would remind me of, like, 95% of that experience. It is so well written. It's so well done. So well acted. Um, and, you know, in a lot of cases, it's free. It's on PBS. So, if you can... Oh, okay. If, future if, States. If, yeah, yeah Future right States, now. yeah. If you have a way to get PBS for free, go for it. Stream that shit. If not, hook it up to your cable su- subscription. PBS is usually a free channel, you know, with, mm-hmm. with like, the most basic anything. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's so, yeah, I love so PBS. good. Yeah, I watched a I ton mean, of, like, Masterpiece stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. Me, too. I'm trying to wrap up... Um, Victoria right now on Masterpiece oh, Theater. Yes. Don't, don't get me started. Don't, but yeah, anyway. we could do a whole podcast yes. just on Victoria. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> um, anyway, side note. So, Future States, super, super good. It's There's short episodes. It's like, you know, 20, 30 minutes or so. And cool. they're very uh, deep. They make you think. They make you think about where, not, not only like where we're going, like, you know, me and Sarah with our age, but, like, where will our kids be in 50 years? Where right, will right. our grand, grandkids be in 50 years, like 75 years? I remember years, something, because like, this is a kind of an older show, not older, but, I mean, it's a, a bit, few years Yeah, 2010, old. yeah, yeah. Like, what, do you know what it originally aired on? Like, what um, station? No, probably BBC, if I had to guess. I mean, okay, that, that makes sense. That's because usually PBS where has picked that's, it up. Yeah, that's usually where good stuff. Because I was like, I wonder what made for, PB, for PBS yeah. pick up a show like this. Because that's yeah. not really there. I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> it doesn't really I, seem if, like. If I had to guess, I'd say it's BBC. BBC, because, yeah. yeah. Is everybody speaking it, with a British it's, accent? It, it's like it's <laughs> like PBS done right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'll I'll check it out. Well, like, what time does it usually air? Like, I, what time? I, I have no idea. It's you just DVR it. It's on. It's on demand. <laughs> it's on demand, and it's on gotcha. P- PBS dot org. Yeah, gotcha. Future states. Cool. So yeah, I'll definitely check, check it out. that out. But um, I believe. Oh my gosh, are we at the end? We're at the end. It's all over now. Oh Lord! What do I do? I can't now? believe I can't believe people listen to this shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so thanks, folks. You made it through. Good job. If if you would like to donate to our podcast, please donate to the TrevorProject.org and just my name, and let me get the tax credit. Sarah's fine. And, um, <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing and we will see you at, you know, some point in the future, hopefully later this week. No promises because that's how we roll. 
<laughs> that's how Apparently. we roll. Yeah. Nobody's paying us for this shit. Ugh. And follow, Amen, us on, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's all, we're at Comp My Pod. Yes. I'm at Sarah Knightley. Who and are you? I am at Comp My Pod on Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, that's me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I have um, recruited several um recent folks to listen to the podcast um and they are like into it like you talk about like binge watching something like um (laughs) like like future states or like black mirror like yeah they i I have at least three people right now like binge listening to all our crazy bullshit that's awesome yeah from episode one because like they would get into it and be like oh what episode what episode are you on? And they're they're like, what do you mean? I started at the beginning because nobody anymore can start from now. So yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah. crazy. I yeah, love it. Our show, though. But that's fine too. I mean, you know, whatever. Numbers yeah, are numbers. Whatever. Numbers are numbers. <laughs> but anyway, all right, Sarah. I hope you have a fantastic week in the hospitality industry and <laughs> other things. Among other things, like, you know, the sexual industry and whatever you do. I'm just kidding. Yeah, whatever Um, I have going on. Yeah. No. Have a great week. Have a great week, listeners. Check us out on CottonMyPod.com. Yada, yada, yada. Um, I think that's it, right? That's it. We're done. Like I said, they made it through. Good job. Yay. Good job. I feel like we should pay them. Um, No, we shouldn't. Okay, goodbye. Okay, goodbye.